Hello and welcome to the Moving Curve. I'm Rukmini, a data journalist based in Chennai. Two nights a week on this mini cast, I consider one question around the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. Tonight I'm considering this one. Where does the virus go from here? It's day 287 of the novel coronavirus epidemic in India and we are reporting 8,667,970 cases with 127,918 deaths. With cases in India broadly in decline since mid-September, though I should add that there's been a slight uptick in cases and deaths this week, so let's hold tight and hope that turns around real quick. One of the things I've been wondering about is this. Where does the virus go from here? Does it head out to the cities and go to the rural areas? How does all of this work? I spoke to Dr. Manoj Murhekar, the director of the National Institute of Epidemiology in Chennai and the lead author of the Indian Council for Medical Research, the ICMR's two seru surveys so far. The first thing I wanted to ask him was this. How did he make sense of the fact that the second and third rounds of seru surveys in Indian cities were showing a drop in prevalence? especially because the last icmr seru survey the second round which was conducted in august showed an increase over may june when the first round was conducted what icmr seru survey showed that yes. uh, from may to august there was about 10 times increase right in the prevalence like in may the prevalence was 0.7% right which in uh, august was about uh, 7.1% so roughly 10 times increase was there right okay. and then uh, the public studies uh, now in, uh, i mean we know that yes. uh, antibodies at least some type of antibodies if not right. all types of antibodies are right. known to uh, decline uh, over period of time from the perspective of someone trying to understand the extent of spread of the virus this drop in antibodies points to something very interesting one thing we can tell um, we can definitely conclude from both studies of I mean, national zero survey as well as uh, study, studies done in delhi and other parts of the country that this is a this is an underestimate of actual prevalence considering the declining or waning of uh, antibodies i see so the prevalence could be little higher than this right. we don't know what uh, how many people who, who got infection their antibodies might have disappeared so that fraction we don't know right but uh, This is what we are seeing basically is an underestimate of actual prevalence. Uh, if the city seru surveys are showing a decline in prevalence, that means that some antibodies at least cannot be detected over a long period of time. So that means that all seru surveys will produce underestimates because they will miss the people who were exposed earlier but whose antibodies do not now show up anymore. This, by the way, doesn't mean that immunity to SARS-CoV-2 is transient. the pathways to immunity are still not perfectly understood and the records of reinfection are very low so what did the september peak in reported cases mean i asked dr murhekar what i can basically say that is uh, the reduction that we are seeing hmm. in the in the number of cases uh, whether it is uh, uh, up and bihar or generally overall india hmm. it could be on account of uh, some amount of herd immunity that is uh, acquired in the population. right yeah and then that could that is the main reason that is what i feel other right. reason could also be that there is a 
effective containment of the infection and therefore there are number of cases coming down. Right. So, the cases can come down only because of two reasons. One is that uh, you are containing the disease very effectively and it is not really progressing. Right. Second thing is that uh, now there are very less number of susceptible and then they mm. are not getting infected. So, I mean, this redu the reduction that we are seeing could be because of uh, because of both the reasons. Uh, but at least the surveys which were conducted in metros such as uh, Mumbai and Delhi and Pune, yes, and also in Chennai, what we conducted, yes. uh, where uh, like 30 35 percent uh, population right. was infected, and then that was also. Uh, uh, accompanied by declining number of reported cases. Right. So this is more likely to be due to the herd immunity. That right. is uh, some amount of herd immunity. Mm -hmm. We don't know how long this will last because we, uh, as as uh, studies uh, in India and elsewhere show, that immunity is, uh, the, at least the antibodies are not going to be persisting for a longer period of time. So. Mm. But they are certainly going to reduce your transmission and that's the number of cases we are seeing declining. What's likely to happen next? Are we likely to see a second wave? I asked Dr. Murhekar. 30% population is, is uh, exposed to the virus and then the remaining population is still susceptible to the right. virus. So it means that suddenly these people can get infection and you may get more because of whatever reason, because of festivities right. and people gathering together and people going to the mall and whatever. Reason. Right. So... So you are going to, we are going to get some uh, some number of some cases over a period of time. Right. Unless we we continue to do what we have been doing, like for example, social distancing, and using masks and, and using uh, hand wash right. and, and right. non-pharmaceutical interventions. Only yeah. thing is that yeah. is that we may not see such a big a second wave uh, hmm. like seen in other countries hmm. because our first wave was quite weak. Uh, uh, which would have quite, quite a bit amount of uh, immunity or seroprevalence. Right. For example, especially in like, uh, metros, hmm. prevalence everywhere it was in excess of 25-30%. Right. Whereas in the seroprevalence conducted other countries, yes. uh, it, it was never beyond say 10%. Right. So maybe our, our first wave was really big. Right. Therefore, what you are being maybe much smaller than the first wave. This is what I feel right. may or may not be true than my personal person. If what has happened so far is that the virus ran fairly roughshod through India's big cities, attacking the places with highest population density, slums, first, what follows then is that we can expect to see prevalence rise in the non-slum parts of cities and then in non-cities. When the right. National Survey, the prevalence was much higher in slums followed by urban areas, followed by rural areas. Right. Yeah, so that gradient we, we uh, very clearly observe. The increase that we are we are observing in other areas of uh, say Mumbai, as you mentioned, hmm. and we are also seeing here in Chennai is uh, is because infections over in the last uh, in the first and second uh, surveys hmm. it has increased in in other areas, and that's why we are seeing increase in. As Dr. Murhekar says, however, he does not expect these next surges or waves. We are not yet sure what they will look like to be quite as intense as the first one, unless circumstances around the way people interact change quite a bit. I thank Dr. Murhekar for joining me. Thank you for listening. This episode was edited by Anand Krishnamurti. On the next episode, a new question.